2: five four three two one welcome back to episode i forgot which number it is but welcome back To the Have We Made It Yet podcast. Again, if this is your first time, or it might be the 60th plus time of this show, I think it's still my obligation to do the description of this show, which is the Have We Made It Yet podcast, which is the show where two creatives and their guest, which I'm really excited for today, talk about the process of making it. As always, you're joined by myself, the actor portion of this podcast, Lucas Ng, and my co host is.
3: Josh Yang, the comedian portion, stand-up comedian portion of this podcast. And uh, yeah, we're basically here to talk about our experiences from the beginning to the point where we actually maybe make it in the future and uh, showcase what it's like from the beginning. Because Lucas and I, we, we started about like a year, two years ago, and we're still really new into the game. Um, but yeah, you know, if we can take you on our journey from The very beginning to uh, wherever the journey goes want to give you a look at how the process actually is to making it
2: yeah but once we make it though game's over none none of this podcast we're done yeah right Josh
3: okay (laughs) well I mean we could I mean but then something else comes along and then you just want that other thing and you try to make it to that and it's like who knows there's endless endless
2: desire new title will then be how long can you still make it yeah all right as we ask with every show of this podcast, I have to ask the question, Josh, and it's been far too long, Josh, since I've asked this question to you and your new background, mind you, because we are doing this from the opposite ends of Canada.
3: Yeah, 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 Yeah. we
2: are. Josh is actually in Victoria. No, I'm kidding. He's in. Well, I don't know. I don't know if you want to give out your location, actually.
3: I mean, I'm in Vancouver, Lower Mainland. But okay. um, yeah, ask me, ask me the question, Lucas. All right. All right. So Mr. Josh Yang, have you made it yet? I have not made it yet. And um, yeah, you know, coming uh, like Lucas said, I'm in Vancouver right now. And uh, just first time back since the pandemic uh, and kind of looking and looking forward to seeing what the Vancouver comedy scene is like. Last time I was here, I was able to do uh, their amateur night, their last amateur night it Might have, might have been their last amateur night. Uh, In December of 2019, before uh, really the pandemic hit and shut everything down, Um, but yeah, like that was a great night. Uh, Was able to do it in Vancouver, my home, in front of friends and family, and now excited to see what uh, other bars or or shows are available in Vancouver. So, see if my comedy works out here. Either way, though, Lucas, hey, you had a you had a rough night. So let me ask you, (laughs) rough night. Uh, Let me ask you, have you made it yet?
2: I take exception to that. No, actually it was, it, it was a hard night, but you know what? I, I, you know what? I'll say it. Cause after I did what I did last night, I put my hands up. I'm like I'm getting there. I'm getting there. But, um, first steps first. No, I have not yet made it, but I did my first overnight shoot last night. Oh, 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 Brutal. I had my, yeah, I had my first, like, um, I don't drink coffee, but I had my first um, like black coffee in in like two years or something like that, and that kept me wired from 12 a.m. until 10 a.m., which was our shoot time and everything. I got to do my three scenes for the short film that we we're doing, and it was a great cast and crew, highly capable. But what I love most about everyone in, in that cast and crew was that they were so kind and accepting and just so gracious because I was a day player, right? So I was only there for the day. Um, but overall, though, it's like there's going to be more of these overnight shoots, and that's just the name of the game. So you got to you, you gotta keep pushing. That's the main thing. And uh, although I'm tired, but it's still part of it, and I'm happy to do it. So haven't made it yet. Hopefully closer, closer um, now.
3: But making it, it's a verb. It's all part
2: of the process. All oh, the process, baby. Philadelphia 76ers process. <laughs> all right. All right. Um, we have a third panel today, Josh. Oh, we do. We do have a third panel. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with the intro. Are, are, are you ready, Josh? I'm ready. Okay. So for our listeners and our viewers there. Um, I'll be honest with our next guest here, I haven't met her yet in person. So that's why I'm even more grateful that she, uh, she said yes to coming on the show. It's really exciting actually for this guest here for, for Josh and I. Um, I first knew of our next guest though through LB Acting Studios Actor Features. I recognized her from shows such as Nurses and Genie in Georgia. And from then on, I started researching her work. I was immediately drawn to her positivity, smarts, personal, and also overall drive to be better. Through her openness with her graft, with her craft, she's taken us along for the ride as she shows us the behind the scenes work on what keeps her going. Our next guest here has had roles in the aforementioned Nurses, Jupiter's Legacy, and also lended her voice for the incredible kid-friendly smash hit, I'm not sure if you have any nieces or nephews, but the Paw Patrol movie. Big. Exactly. That's big yeah.
3: big deal, Paw Patrol.
2: Exactly. You might know her best as Sophie Sanchez and Genie and Georgia and Brooklyn 2 from the hit Hulu series Utopia Falls. Please give it up for the amazingly ultra-talented actress Umberly Gonzalez. Go. Yeah. Oh, there it is.
3: <laughs>
1: I was like, hello, the camera's not working. <laughs> <laughs>
2: hello, hello. Thank you so much for coming on again. Really appreciate it.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me.
2: Awesome. Um, As we start off with every episode, though, Umberlea, have you made it yet? (laughs)
1: Uh, No, I think uh, I'm right at the start of my career. Um, Making it would mean that I probably wouldn't have to audition anymore and just get offers left, right, and center, not have to worry about what my next project is. Yeah. Um, Uh, To be able to just kind of, uh, you know, not have to have the anxiety of uh, what's next. Mm -hmm. Um, But I've definitely made big moves in the last, uh, I guess, five years of my career that I've only been working professionally. Um, When I think of the grand scheme of things, I know that there's so much more to come. And Mm -hmm. I'm just at the start. Um, I've just been so grateful and like blessed with so many opportunities that I've been able to take part in and mm-hmm. um, you know, I've been able to do so many different kinds of projects from like commercial to voiceover work to video games, film yeah. and TV and um, all of that has like the variety of all of that is exciting. Cause you know, I always get to see like what ignites me. What do I want to do? And there's still so much to explore cause I know there's yeah. so much that I still haven't done. So mm-hmm. um, haven't made it. I think, I mean, do you really want to make it like, Oh, this is it now we, we got here. No, there's nothing Mm -hmm. else to grow into um I don't think I ever want to make it I just want to keep keep going keep growing keep you Mm -hmm. know digging deep yeah
2: if I could expand on that point about like the moments that you've had so far though if you could Mm -hmm. look into the crystal ball five ten years down the road (laughs) and everything like that yeah what could you say would be your I made it moment if you could encapsulate Uh. it
1: Leading a show or like uh, some kind of movie franchise, I am definitely nice. working towards being the lead. And I feel like I'm ready. I've done enough projects yeah. and been on set enough that I feel like I have what it takes to be able to lead an entire production forward. Mm-hmm. Um, anytime I'm in a production, I always look to the number one for guidance and the yeah. way that they, uh, you know, conduct themselves, how they carry the set. Like that person really does. Um, affect everybody else it trickles down their energy their work ethic um, just the way that they they are with everybody so Mm -hmm. I'm definitely waiting for that to be able to like say that I signed an option with a show and I get to be with like that show for like several years and they become family that's (sighs) definitely what I'm working towards and what I want Um, and something that is new and fresh and it's from me you know like I want to do something that's new and um, exciting Mm -hmm. so i hope yeah it's coming you know the universe is doing its thing (laughs)
2: manifest that i love it put it out there Yeah, for sure awesome um i I also did want to start from the from the beginning though of your Mm -hmm. whole trajectory into the whole creative fields and all that um i had done some research and i saw that you had gotten your start in uh, venezuela when you were living there until you were 12 years old and everything Mm -hmm. and um yeah, do you have any, because uh, I remember also that you had said, you know, during your parents' parties, you and your brother would then like start singing and dancing and like put on a whole totally. production, right, yeah. right? So you already from a young age already had that like dramatic flair and everything mm-hmm. like that. You, you knew you wanted to do something. Was there a moment in particular before, say you were 12, that you that you somehow said, you know what, one day I'm going to stick to this as my craft that will lead me on oh, for no. the future? Oh, no.
1: No, I mean, growing up in Venezuela, it's just, I didn't even know acting schools existed. Mm. Um, like, it was not part of like a career. It was more like, I enjoy doing this. I always loved yeah. performing yeah. since I was a baby. Like, since I was two, I would always be like singing, dancing and doing things like that. Even my parents say that they're like, you were always an artist. You were always just very outgoing oh. and very much like that. But no, it, was, it, it never became like a real thing until I moved to Canada that I was like, oh, people go to acting schools like this is the thing and even then I was like I'm not gonna get in like what do I have to- <laughs> like people like me did not follow this path um I didn't have any mentors or anyone in my family for that matter that ever followed like their dream or mm-hmm. um anything that had to do with the arts I was literally the first one so there was a huge learning curve and a lot of unknowns but mm-hmm. I don't know I just kind of went for it and maybe not knowing was kind of what allowed me to be a part of it. Cause I think if I had known too much about the world, I would have probably like self-sabotaged or uh, been too scared to even try or, you know, like I had never auditioned before. And so when I did, it was like so extra because I didn't know the rules. You know, like people were like they're blacks in theater and they're just there with nothing. Like I literally had costume changes and props and like, it was so extravagant because that's what in my mind, I saw I saw it as and yeah just goes mm-hmm. to show that you should just like do whatever you want and like that's your creative expression and fuck the rules
0: <laughs> yeah
3: nice <laughs> absolutely yeah. I mean like everybody I think has in the beginning you know that will I or won't I take this chance or or go to mm-hmm. this audition try going on stage and trying stand-up for the first time oh No knowing re- <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. yeah and, no. and like <laughs> even Everybody like has their own strengths, has their own weaknesses, and like mm-hmm. you're kind of pretty cognizant of what they are. Like, is there something through your experience going into it and then committing to uh, going to acting school in Montreal at the National Theatre and taking that leap? Like, do you have any advice for that you would have told yourself, or even anybody else who's like thinking about making that leap to make that decision?
1: I mean, the first step was literally just applying. Mm-hmm. And getting that first audition and saying, like, hey, yes, we want to see you. I was like, amazing. Um, uh-huh. Accepting that being said yes to, um, you don't need to feel like an imposter. There's mm-hmm. something that they want that is part of you, whether it's an image or hit or an energy, something. But <laughs> even, like, getting an audition, it's already a yes. So uh, just to stop second-guessing yourself and stop mm-hmm. doubting that it's possible uh, because, I mean, anything is possible, really, like, it's it's a lot easier to say, no, I'm not going to do it because of the fear of failure, but mm-hmm. y- you don't know the outcome either way. Um, you know what I mean? Like, even if you're completely prepared, and I would have been so like, confident that I would have gotten in, um, which I didn't know, for me, it was just kind of like a fun thing that I got to try. Mm-hmm. I never really was judgmental of it. Yeah. I was excited, never thought I would get in. Didn't even really know what NTS was until I was there. <laughs> I didn't know like how prestigious it was and that yeah. they only chose like a few people a year. Like I had no <laughs> idea what this place was. Literally wow. when I auditioned, I was like, Oh, cool, yeah, let's just do it. Which <laughs> is why when they're like, Oh, come in, bring two monologues. I literally did like Chicago in three minutes and put on a whole musical production. And that, you know, in the the rules that I know now, like I don't think I would have ever done that. Wow. Because you know, like, mm-hmm. that's not what you do. It's the whole yeah. when they're like, oh, don't shake people's hands. Like, don't do this. Don't do that. I'm like, you know, I was just following my excitement and mm-hmm. my eagerness to just show what I had inside me and, like, why I wanted to do this. Yeah, They saw that. And so I've always remembered that, that I'm like, you know what? Just follow your gut, like. Mm-hmm. do what you love and what you want to do like your uniqueness like stick mm-hmm. to that because everybody yeah. else yeah everybody else will show up in their blacks and do like a shakespearean monologue and a comedic monologue and you kind of mm-hmm. got lost in it i'm like try something different i don't know yeah. i i've always felt that taking that risk and doing something completely different that's true to you is so much better than following that norm and like what you're supposed to do to be successful i don't think. Yeah there's even a, a real way to get there. Um, mm-hmm. Just being authentic to yourself is like the key. I really believe that.
2: For sure. And, and I also find like it's the kind of naivete, naivete that yeah. also gets you to be more bold and confident too. A
1: hundred percent because you're not judging what you don't know.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. If I had
1: known that that was a no-no, I would have been like too scared to even try. huh you know exactly
3: yeah there's like a a looseness to when you're performing or going through the audition if you like Mm -hmm. don't realize you're supposed to be afraid of this and you're not afraid of it it comes across
0: yeah yeah
1: so you know that's kind of like nurturing your like inner child Um, Mm. that play that like curiosity that sense of wonder that um that's why we're artists anyway it's Mm -hmm. we're constantly trying to find the game like where's Mm -hmm. the game where's the fire where's like the sparks of it all Mm -hmm. so I was thinking of that. I mean, I literally had no idea. This is where I would end up being.
0: Yeah,
1: It was literally like a shot in the dark and it just kind of, I said, someone said yes to me and they said, yep, you have what it takes. Mm-hmm. And I had never moved away from home alone. Like it was just such a huge change going mm-hmm. from like Alberta to Montreal across the country alone. Like yeah. it was a huge adventure. And I could have very easily given up or felt overwhelmed or, you know, um, just felt like I didn't deserve this or that it wasn't for me and they made a mistake, that imposter syndrome. But Mm -hmm. honestly, I was just so excited that I didn't care. I just kind of said yes to everything. I was like, let's just do it. Like, what do I have to lose? Literally. Yeah. You know, you gotta try. You have to be courageous to try.
2: Also as a side point, I do love that you didn't know how prestigious the NTS. Oh, I had no idea what
1: NTS was. (laughs) I mean, for someone who didn't grow up in North America who didn't even know anything about acting or what an agent was, like how it all worked. I had no idea. All I knew is that I loved performing and being on stage. So I wanted to keep training and Mm -hmm. just continue being in that world. Yeah. It wasn't until I went there and I, you know, did some research and I like understood like what it meant to go to the school. I was like, Oh shit. (laughs) I'm kind (laughs) of glad I didn't know. I think I would have been like, Nope. Yeah. not even going to attempt that because I'm obviously not going to get in. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, yeah. We stop ourselves mm-hmm. more often than like, it's not really us failing. It's just us not trying or, or thinking that we don't, we don't aren't belong. enough, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: yeah. No doubt. Um, yeah. So I, I also did want to ask you about like the whole going into class and everything like that, but also mm-hmm. more about currently like what you're doing too right now. Um, on your Instagram, you do, you do have a, like a two post series about uh, from audition to screen. Where you show like yeah. your self tapes and then your, uh, what's actually portrayed like and, the like, final product.
1: To... Yeah, exactly. when I wanna keep doing that. It's so cool because mm-hmm. you just never know what you're gonna book. And yeah. it's so cool to look back. Like I save every audition and have them on a hard drive. And I <laughs> love looking back and um, just seeing like the growth, like on my own mm-hmm. anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, every role is different. Every, you know, I feel like they're always part of me, but you just never know what they see and what they want. Yeah. So when I get to see it like full circle, Like, I wish I had my nurses one, but that one was in person. Um, Mm. A lot of the ones I've done have been in person. So Mm. it'll come. Yeah. Yeah. Even, oh, yeah, I guess the only one I do have is the one for Slumberland. But that movie's not out yet until next year. So that'll be a fun one to post about.
2: Can't Um, wait. Can't wait.
1: But it's cool. I think it's so cool to, like, demystify the whole process. Like, from auditioning to how it changes so much on screen and how you change. Like, your makeup, your look. Like... Mm -hmm. the amount of times I've been told I'm like either too young and beautiful for a part or like not old enough, whatever, all these things. And then Mm. ultimately you end up booking it and you see how like film transforms you. Exactly.
2: So like, I did want to ask you about your, your tape for like Utopia Falls when you auditioned Mm -hmm. for Brooklyn there. Um, There were some great moments, even from the, from the very beginning when you said like, are you with us? And it was like that kind of initial spark that really drew me into your self-tape and everything Uh, just for you when you were doing it. Was there a point when you did realize you were doing something that was special that could separate you from the rest of the pack?
1: You know what? That's such a good question because when I did the tape, it was only one take. Um, One take? At this point, yeah, for this this role specifically, it was just one. I just did it once because I was like, I remember finishing and I was like, that felt like I did nothing, but I was just connected. Mm -hmm. Like I didn't, Mm -hmm. I never really tried to, do something like i remember my acting teachers in my head being like don't act like don't act don't try Mm -hmm. to you know put on something and force something you just have to be and listen and and find the moments Mm -hmm. i i'm not the kind of person that like plans out what i'm gonna do Mm -hmm. i just like to understand the scene uh be affected and listen i never plan moments so that's always very exciting and when i feel connected and it happens i'm like cool that's it i just let it go Mm -hmm. um Usually when I do auditions, I do like three takes max, but Mm. I usually end up choosing like the first one anyway. Cause that's the, I don't know. It's, it's you, my instincts are usually like spot on right at the start. And then everything else is just kind of like playing on what I've already found. Yeah. But at that point, like I had already auditioned for two other different characters. I had auditioned for Aaliyah and for Sage. Mm. I had been in the callback. I had done all of the dancing. This was the last role I auditioned for. So it was (laughs) Brooklyn.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and spoke to the director. We got off the phone, he's like, this is what I'm looking for.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Bring that energy, that sassiness, that um, confidence
0: yeah.
1: that Brooklyn has. And instantly I was like, yeah, that's so much me, so much more me than any other other character. Mm-hmm. So I really yeah. just had to be me. And that's why it didn't feel like anything. Cause I'm like, <laughs> like, it's just me. I mean, this is yeah. what they're gonna get. Cause I'm just, <laughs> Brooklyn was, was always just this energy.
2: Exactly. Um,
1: did it once, sent it off. And then it was literally like the next day when they were like, you got it. (laughs) It was like right down to had to like go to LA that day. Like the tape went to LA and they were looking Mm -hmm. at it. And then the next morning it was like, boom, it happened so fast. And you never know. Right. But at the same time I knew that they wanted me because literally I had been auditioning for so long. So there was, Mm -hmm. we're trying to see where I fit. And so I wasn't nervous and I wasn't putting pressure on myself at all. It was just Mm kind of like, listen, if it's meant for me it will not pass me so I just have to do the work yeah
2: Um, yeah. and and it is crazy at times like just just looking at the character of Brooklyn I don't think Mm -hmm. they could have casted a person better because like you do have the background of like of stage performing and song and, and dance and everything like that yeah plus that confidence that that kind of sassiness and and that overall like also, you had some great comedy bits there, too. In terms of, like, social movements <laughs> oh, and everything. Yeah, so it, it seems like when you said you didn't feel like you were doing, you, you weren't acting in your self-tape. I think that came off as a really genuine um, portrayal of what Brooklyn could be, but also who you are also.
1: Yeah, I think I truly do try to be, like, as authentic as possible in my tapes. Like, I want it to feel so real. Mm-hmm. I want it to feel mm-hmm. like it's just a conversation and there happens to be a camera catching it, you know? Um, And it's hard to get to that because we are self-critical and there's the voice in our head that's like, "Mm, I wasn't good or like, "Mm, should have tried something different. But like, it doesn't exist in my mind as much anymore. Mm. I know when I'm telling the truth and I know when I'm lying. So all I have to do is push myself into more truth. That's it. Mm. Listen, like truly listen. Don't try to force anything. Emotions, things like that. Can't force it. You have to breathe through it. Be grounded. Mm -hmm. and this role was like a dream role for me. I got to dance and sing and act my first series regular in a show. Like it was just so um, a great experience for me to know that I could, I could handle that kind of workload Mm -hmm. for several months and being around people. So I was very excited and literally life-changing. I was like, Oh my God. Yes. Mm. Uh, That's
3: awesome. Nice. I mean, that, that's great to hear. And it's, it's, you're right. It's that kind of mentality and approach is, something hard to Mm -hmm. not only have but like develop over time and I would ask then is like how did you find getting to that point where you can go in and be very just loose and like you know it is what it is just be yourself like yeah how how much of that you know grind did you have to get past or like the self-doubt or like what what kind Mm. of things did you do that helped you get to that point
1: Honestly, it took a while because, you know, I had been training for five years. Hmm. I went to literally theater school for five years before I even moved to Toronto and attempted, like, working professionally. Um, And I wasn't even there yet. When I started, like, my voice was, like, octaves higher. Um, Hmm. I was, like, more rigid. I wasn't really listening. There was a bit of, like, being, like, almost, like, above the lines. Um, One of the notes that I got when I started auditioning here in Toronto was, like, she's good, but she's just, she's so green. like, what the hell does that mean? You kept <laughs> yeah. telling me like I was green and like, it makes sense. You're just like, you're like a little baby plant, you know, you're maturing, but you're not fully grown yet. Mm-hmm. And it comes with understanding, I guess how to like sell your face and yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't understand camera work. I didn't understand the world yet. So when I was doing auditions, like I didn't really I, I didn't put myself within the world. I wasn't building the world. I was just so focused on the lines and like acting that I wasn't really aware of everything else around me. Whereas now I think of like where I am. Uh, if, if, if there's people around me, do I have to be quiet? Is there music? Um, what am I distracted by? What am I feeling in my body? Like I'm just so much more aware of me, like truly in that moment. Yeah. And everything else comes after. The words are the last thing that are important is behavior. You know, it's behavior, it's the relationship. It's um, how is this making me feel? Am I winning? Am I losing? Am I getting what I want? Um, mm-hmm. All of those juicy things that like we experience in life without even like asking ourselves cause it happens naturally. So I know one of the reasons I'm there now is because I started paying attention to how I was in my real life.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, there has to be this awareness of you yeah. being alive and how you conduct yourself through life and how you are in conversations and situations. I'm always so hyper aware because, I mean, maybe that's a little cynical that I'm like constantly thinking about how I'm gonna use my life and my work, but that's kind of how it is. You have yeah. to have that experience to bring it into your work and then be like, I've been in this situation. I know exactly um, how to open up in that way and how to be vulnerable to be seen in that, in that moment. <laughs> um, but training, I mean, I think being on set helps a lot. Uh, I learn a lot from watching other people I've worked with incredible artists that I'm like, wow, literally like from the second, like we could be having a conversation and then they go action and like nothing changes. It's just the next moment in their life. And I appreciate that because it means that you're just present the whole time. Nothing Mm -hmm. has to like change or shift. I mean, I understand if you go from like talking and then suddenly it's like a giant action scene or something that's different. But when Mm -hmm. it comes to just like having a conversation with another actor and like cameras are shooting, Um, you shouldn't have to really change much of like your voice or your anything. And I was like, "Um, that's incredible. And I remember having those thoughts uh, watching Perry Matfeld work on In the Dark. Mm. I think she's a phenomenal actress. Um, She's inventive and uh, she's always trying new things um, without being told what to do. And that's really cool because she takes so many risks, like the way that she explores the world and the things around her. Plus, playing a blind person, like that's not easy. She just brought so much to the table. And watching her work, I was like, "Wow, I'm in awe of the fact that like you can just go from this to that, and like
2: yeah.
1: so seamless." Exactly. Um, and what helped me also was Meisner. Meisner got me mm. out of my head and into my body. It got me out of the words and into the relationship. Um, loved it. Like I studied Meisner for a few years, and at CFC so it was kind of like oh I get it now like yeah. that makes more sense yeah
2: what I find more and more is that of course th- there is something about like being disciplined in in like shooting and everything like that like mm-hmm. like doing things you know as the way that director wants or whoever but at the same yeah. time like being fluid and being um loose at the same time like being able to take risks but not just any random risk but like risks within the world that that is appropriate and I find you know, just you as an actor, though, like, you do take risks, but they're, they're authentic risks.
0: Mm
1: -hmm.
2: They're like tiny tweaks that you see,
1: they have to be within your world and like your realm of knowing yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's gonna keep changing, right? It depends on like, what you're comfortable with. Like, I just shot a movie recently that I think it was some of my best work, I felt very safe on set. And I felt, um, um, seen and heard and connected to my co-stars and it was just like wow like this is the feeling that i want all the time it's not and you're Mm -hmm. not going to find it in every production but like i was able to do things and go against things that are like my habits you know Mm -hmm. like we all have them things that we know we're good at so we keep doing that right but i was trying to challenge myself and like not just going to like autopilot or like Mm -hmm. what i'm used to i was trying to listen differently i was trying to be affected differently yeah. Um, and that's really fun when I'm, I'm trying to just try different things without it being like complete shit. And they're like, um, you can't do that. We're shooting a movie, like <laughs> do your thing. Yeah. You know, you have to take risks within like the realm of the world and the realm of like what's acceptable and what you can take, what I can handle.
2: Okay. Um, yeah. What are you talking about? A hundred lives?
1: Yeah. hundred lives.
2: Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. I, I, that's a perfect segue into this. So an amazing production like like some of our former guests on this podcast have have also been your co-stars uh for that movie like uh, chase tang i i think yeah. he was there too yeah um yeah what can you tell us of course no spoilers or anything like that but what
1: can you tell us No, literally Fiona? like we haven't really like obviously we haven't done any promotion for it at all we just finished shooting mm-hmm. um but it's exciting because this team is so hardworking. dana abraham who like was the person who reached out to me, creator, director, like, um, no, not director, creator, uh, and the number two in the movie. Like he's one of the leads, producer. Like he just wore a lot of hats and it was a lot of work for him. But at the same Mm -hmm. time, it was just so amazing to see the passion that he has for the job. Yeah, He is an actor and then wasn't working as much as he wanted. So he just created his own production company, uh, started making stories, (laughs) right? Like that's so inspiring. Yeah. And Red Hill Entertainment grows with every project that they take on. They've worked with incredible actors in the past. I think this one is, it's going to be huge. Yeah. Uh, it's about the music industry in Toronto.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Something that never gets done. You know, Toronto always turns into like Chicago or New York or something else. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm just really proud that it's like based here and yeah. we're featuring artists from here. Yeah. Um, and it's all like original music. Mm -hmm. uh really incredible writing raw work like everybody really showed up to play and like they were they were on their game our director ruse bay was incredible yeah um yeah i have a feeling that it's gonna be a hit and i'm Mm -hmm. so excited to like share more and share the music awesome to be able to sing again for it was a dream yeah yeah uh so i'm so excited to be seen in that light more because I do want to lean into music more. This project kind of reminded me that like singing is my first love and I Mm -hmm. adored uh, being able to do it for the movie.
2: My goodness. Just looking at the cast and crew too, a lot of Toronto Mm -hmm. is represented highly in that one Um, in terms of like just the big production that you have like described for 100 Lies. What can you, what, what can you say about like the amount of talent there is in Toronto?
1: So much. I mean, wow, like I'm always so impressed and in awe with the people around me that are succeeding and they're winning and they're making big moves. I mean, I look at Kiana Madera, I look at Simu, I look at like Mm. the people, you know, Shamir Anderson, all of them, and I'm like, there's a lot of talent here. We just need to be given the space and the opportunity. Mm. Um, And I know that it's coming. I mean, I look at a show like Jenny and Georgia where most of our series regulars are all Canadian. I (laughs) think it shocked a lot of people when they found that out. And I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, we have a lot of talent here. Yeah. Uh, you know, when we're being compared to the United States, I'm like, listen, they have, they've had Hollywood for a long time. Canada mm-hmm. isn't that, but I think we just need to take risks. We need to take the risk on giving someone a shot and they'll be pleasantly surprised. I think. No doubt. Um, Yeah.
2: My goodness. Josh, I, I know you had some other questions about like other, products or productions that i really has been on other day. products.
3: Well, I, you know, I, I'm more of a, a history buff and, you know, looking throughout history, I do know that, you know, there are various kinds of, of angels, like, like guardian angels. You have the Los Angeles angels, baseball team, Victoria's secret angels, but in history, there's only been two Philadelphia cream cheese, Philly angels. And I just want to ask, the next Philly angel, how did it feel (laughs) to get those wings in Halo?
1: So wild, honestly, I had no idea that someone like me could have uh, represented a brand, Um, You know, especially as a Latina immigrant. I was like, what? Like they never ask us to be at the forefront, to sell anything. Um, And I hadn't done commercials in a long time. Like that's how I started. I used to do so many commercials. That was like my whole first year. And it had been a few years, Um, but this one was different, you know, they were, they were looking for this, like, through the whole country. And my director was, um, a director I had for Jenny and Georgia as well. So it was a great reunion. And I got to meet Linda, which was so epic, like, icon, just icon and being there that day, like the craft team is so kind, um, and you know, we'll be able to make like more and more in the future. We just shot like a TikTok ad and the newest one that was like just me alone. And I was like, oh, I hope that they'll like it. Um, and they were just like, We love you, like you're the best angel. I'm like, Thank you. oh <laughs> it was so yeah. nice. It was honestly just like such an honor. And I was like, I love this, love this for me. <laughs>
3: <laughs> That's great. Cause like yeah. I rem- I remember those commercials as a kid as well, yeah. like Linda Cash and, and those just oh, popping up. Those were some of my favorite commercials, and then I either I lost track of it, or you know they just stopped it somewhere out of out of the blue, and then all of a sudden Mm -hmm. it comes back. I see it's like oh wow they're bringing it back, and uh, yeah it was exciting to hear that. It's like oh right that's where I've seen I saw you from because I think I saw you in that, and I was like looks familiar. I see you in a lot of different things, and so really excited to have you on. Um, In terms of that kind of like. You know, commercial element where now mm-hmm. actors who take on these roles is, is more than just before. Before it was like you do a commercial, you go go on some billboards. That was pretty much it. Mm-hmm. Like, like mm-hmm. you said, now you're doing TikToks. Now you're doing like other social medias. Like that kind of role is now expanded. So interesting. To, yeah. yeah like now the commercial, camera. they're
1: like, oh yeah, TikTok ads and they shoot it vertically. I'm like, that's so weird. <laughs> like what? The camera just goes. Boop. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's kind of, that's what's selling. I mean, the industry has to keep up with um, how media is consumed so
3: yeah mm-hmm. and that that kind of leads me into another area I wanted to ask you about because like you're very active on TikTok and, and Instagram you have like over 230,000 followers on there with you know our whole podcast talking about the process of making it you know I mm-hmm. think that's a whole nother area now that actors and creatives now have to consider you almost can't survive without having a strong social know, media right? presence. yeah, It's
1: part of your business. It's like, you know, some people really hate it. But when you think about the fact that so many people are looking at that to cast mm-hmm. you, directors, cr- creators, producers, um, production companies, they're all looking at that. Uh, because nowadays, again, the way that media is consumed is through people. Uh, if people have a fandom, if people have people following them, they'll bring those people into the product they're trying to sell, into the movie that they're trying to promote, into all mm-hmm. of these things. Um, so yeah, I mean, there's like this weird part of it where it's like, so does your talent and your art matter anymore? Is it just followers? Mm-hmm. I mean, there's also that discussion because there's been a lot of TikTokers and, and people that like have gotten like deals with movies and I'm like-
2: Addison oh Ray.
1: i was like how i'm like oh yeah no big deal it's not like i went to theater school for five years and um Mm -hmm. trained my ass off uh just so that like you know it's fine and i mean (laughs) hey like they're content creators and it's a lot of work as well just so different to try and shift gears into like knowing that um i have to prioritize social media as well because it is part of my business Mm -hmm. um so mm-hmm. I'm great, very grateful to my team that they recognize that um, being able to like get verified. That was all through my LA team and being able to like push for that. Cause it's not nice. easy. The oh. whole process. And you know, my following has been very natural because of the projects that I've been in. So that's mm-hmm. really cool that it it just kind of naturally happens. Um, and it's so new for me. I remember being like super freaking anxious before Ginny and mm-hmm. Georgia came out, I was just like, oh. how am I going to deal with this many people and this energy? But now I learned that I'm like, listen, I'm a human. I talk about that often. I'm a person too. Um, Mm -hmm. I have to have boundaries. Um, I love interacting with fans, but I also have to like make sure that I'm in a good mental space to be able to like give back as well. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, it was a lot easier when I had like 20,000 followers and I used to just like interact with all of them. I was so close with so many of my fandoms from Utopia Falls. Now it's so different. I mean, it's a lot more people. It's, um, But honestly, my fandom is so sweet. And like my following is like mostly women, queer, young, um, Mm -hmm. so supportive Mm -hmm. uh, and they understand. I feel like they know me in a way, like as much as I let them in, but it's really nice to feel supported with the people who are like watching my journey. And it means a lot because you know, I'm exploring it and uh, experiencing it as I go, just like they are like seeing it and they're always so sweet. So I'm, I feel like I lucked out that it wasn't just like creepy people. And you know what I mean? Like it could have been like the other opposite way where I'm like, no, I feel like my platform can be really inspiring. And I just want to share like positivity and light and know that, you know, let people know that like they can also follow their dreams. Mm -hmm. Um, And And in supporting each other is how you build a community too. Like, it's so important.
3: Yeah, absolutely. And that, that's great to hear because like, you know, like you said, it could be worse and uh, it could be turned Mm -hmm. into a really dark direction, especially with social media and how the internet works. It's Um, so
1: wild. Like one second, you're loved. The next second something happens and you're canceled and like, that's it. It's, uh, it's scary. It's truly scary to have that many eyes on you because um, it's almost like there's no room for error Mm -hmm. or like humanness sometimes because listen, I'm not perfect. um, But I try to be as inclusive and as respectful uh, as possible. So I'm very Mm -hmm. cautious with what I do say and put out there and who I support and like the things that I post about. It's just always hard because you you can't make everybody happy. There's always going to be someone who doesn't agree and like, accepting that is hard sometimes. Mm -hmm. Um, But you know, it's either you share your point of view, or you're just like neutral which isn't also good so you know you have to find the balance on like what to fight for and pick your battles and um i'm figuring out you know right now yeah. it doesn't seem as overwhelming like i think when you reach like millions and millions that's like next level i think you have someone like someone else dealing with it because i don't think that i could um handle that
3: <laughs> absolutely because that yeah, that's yeah. a lot just like not only is you know People talk about work burnout especially with with covet everybody's working from home you don't know when to shut off like social media yeah. that's also 24 7 and yeah. especially with such a personal connection with your fans as well yeah. it's like how do you know how to shut that off how do you know how to and decompress? It's hard
1: because i don't want to feel like i'm being rude or like they don't yeah. matter um and i used to feel that at one point that i was like no i have to like take a chunk out of my time to like reply to dms or something mm-hmm. um but now i'm like no i realize that that gives me anxiety and also i don't I can make more of like a general post and be like, Hey, I see your messages and I appreciate them. Um, but I've had instances where once you accept one DM, they can always message you. And then I get like people calling me like 60 times a day. You know what I mean? So we yeah. like messages, like left, right and center being like, I love you. I love you. I love you. Notice me replied. Like, it's just, it becomes too intense. So I was like, I can't mm-hmm. do that anymore. Um, has to be a boundary. Yeah. <laughs>
3: for sure for sure and like yeah. i'm wondering you know because everybody's more connected on the internet how's your experience been like in person meeting with fans or or out in the real the real world so
1: cool though like it just started to happen recently because i haven't been out and then with the masks mm. like people don't know but like literally like when i go out people will be like hey you're i literally had this happen to me a week ago i was at an event and like the second i took off my sunglasses this girl was like oh you looked at just like that girl from that show. And I was like, and and she was like, yeah, you look just like her. And I was Aww. like, I am her. She was like, no. Yeah. Like you looked so much like her. And I was like, no, 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 I am her. And like her face just went. Like she couldn't <laughs> comprehend. And yeah. all of her friends came and I was like, oh my God, what's going on? It was so sweet. That was like a very positive experience. It was just mm-hmm. like, I've never experienced that before to be like recognized oh. in the wild. Um, And and I've had really sweet instances where it's like parents of kids being like, my daughter loves you or like just things like Mm. that. And like taking pictures with people or like, honestly, people recognize me as the Philly angel a lot. Like, (laughs) it's really weird to me. But when I go to stores and people are like, you're a Philly angel. I'm like, yeah. (laughs) That's kind of cool. Yeah. I'm not
2: sure if they've put out billboards for that yet, but are you going to be the one to like point at yourself at the billboard for Philly? That's anything? so
1: funny. Um, I would definitely do that. When I did nice. the TikTok hat, I did the like, maybe like, that's me guys. Nice.
0: Um,
1: it's just cool. I mean, like what an interesting job. And like, I, I think you have to celebrate those wins. Yeah. It isn't about being cocky or anything. It's just like, yeah. I'm so proud of how far I've come and how much I've worked. And like, it is exciting. It's exciting yeah. when, um, you are recognized and you get to see your work and you're proud of it. And you have to celebrate that because those are the wins and the little wins. Like they, you know, one day they're going to be like nothing compared to what I'm going to like make. But like, I want to remember the, these beginnings, these things Mm -hmm. that mean so much to me that were like, I'm following my dream and it's happening. Like I'm literally living my dream, Uh my dream job and it's happening. Like how many people get to say that? And I feel so lucky that I get to say that.
2: Um, really because uh, just at the very beginning of this podcast, you had said your career has just started. And mm-hmm. through researching you for these past two weeks, like your IMDB list is so big. You've had so many credits. I'm like, you just started.
1: I know. Like, holy
2: <laughs> crap, your trajectory is going to be huge. And we are so looking forward to what you have. I appreciate that.
1: Yes. Yeah. Thank you. No, yeah. listen, like, I want it. And I always say yes, I'm not afraid. Um, I'm not afraid to be wrong or make mistakes. I'm not afraid to, um, get rejected because if uh-huh. it's not for me, that it doesn't mean I suck. It just means I'm open now to what is meant for me. Um, mm-hmm. my mentality has changed so much when it comes to work and I used to be so desperate and get worried a lot and get anxious, mm-hmm. but now it's like, wait a second. Honestly, like I'm putting in the work. Yeah. Um, I, I, I'm staying grateful and I'm working hard. So when when the project that's coming my way is ready for me, like I'm just gonna be here patiently waiting, saying yes, nice. thank you. I've been waiting.
0: Yeah, you know,
1: like we can't um, we can't worry about what we don't know. Yeah. So you might as well just stay hopeful and stay working and and mm-hmm. trust that it will work because you want it, right?
2: That's the perfect segue because I did have this question uh, written out here, um, just because it's. It's like, it's personal to me also, but I'm sure like Mm -hmm. many other actors face it too. Uh, You know, I was on a bit of a dry spell, um, like in 2020, of course, leading up to also Mm -hmm. like 2021 and everything. Um, How do you deal with disappointment?
1: Mm. Honestly, like it's okay to have wanted something and uh, fantasized about like, oh my God, what if I get it? What if, you know, if you're down Mm -hmm. to the last two or if you're pinned and then you're not chosen in the end. I just have to remind myself that I got that far and that I was already being considered and that's huge Mm -hmm. Uh, to be considered to be seen is already a win. So I have to focus on the fact that um, maybe not this project, but the next time, if anything, I know that I had a great audition, I made a great impression and they're Mm going to remember me. Um, my my agents always say that it's like you know you're planting seeds and you're not going to harvest everything all at once you're planting Mm -hmm. them you're watering it you're making connections this industry is it's a big small world you know like Mm -hmm. it's all about connections it's the people you meet Um, it's those little impressions that you leave in people Um, the amount of times that I've like done an audition for something and then they remember me and they bring me back. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the amount of times that I've worked with so many of the same crew, the same directors, and it's because they were like, we battered for you because like we know how great wow. you are and um, you're kind. So of course we want to work with you again. Mm-hmm. All it takes is like one person to say, yes, I vouch for that. And then and then you're in. Yeah, You know? Um, and that's a beautiful thing. Like you have to remember that, yes, it's competitive. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't possibly say yes to everything not everything is meant for you but every audition is a learning opportunity Mm -hmm. um you're still practicing you still get to do what you love when you get to audition you get to play you still get to do it um not working is hard Mm -hmm. not working um is disheartening when you see everybody around you working it's hard to like just stay positive all the time and just hopeful but like you have to continue trying and be like okay what else can i do to keep myself connected rather than feeling deflated what else can I do to feel like what I'm bringing to the table is bookable yeah so it's Mm -hmm. a lot of self-work honestly like Mm -hmm. a lot of um self-love yeah thing I'm still proud of myself for doing that um trust me I've come so close to so many different projects that I wanted Mm -hmm. um and didn't get them and I never really linger in being sad I say you know oh that sucks but at the same time like i'm still gonna watch the show and i'm excited to see like who booked it and i'm happy yeah. for them and honestly like i'm just happy that i was even considered and mm-hmm. um i also learn a lot about like the things that i want to do so yeah. if something like makes me excited and i'm like oh i really wanted that i lean into that and i'm like okay so let's manifest something like this let's yeah mm-hmm. um what was it about that project that really called to me and those are the mm-hmm. kind of projects i want to do yeah um Yeah, I think it's a lot of like talking to yourself, talking yourself out of ruts, talking yourself out of the circle of like comparing yourself and feeling like you're not worthy because you are. It isn't about that. You Mm -hmm. not booking it after you've already auditioned isn't because you suck. It's because it just wasn't for you. Mm -hmm. I think of the writers. I think of how long they've had with these characters and they're trying to find the perfect person. Like, why would I want to book it just for the sake of booking it if it's not the person that they wrote this for? You know, like... It's such a beautiful thing because then when you do book something, you know that it, it's a hundred percent for mm-hmm. you and you don't have to doubt it. Yeah. Um, so, you know, you just have to, there is a lot of like hurry up and wait game in this. There's a lot of practicing patience. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you're not working, focus on what makes you, you outside of work, um, life experience, working on your physical body, your mental health, everything yeah. mm-hmm. so that you are ready for when the opportunity comes and you're not just like, Oh shit, I've been slacking or, not ready for this just yeah. like yeah oh my god i'm um, really
2: i swear we could chat for hours with you but this was incredible thank you so much for the time
1: yeah. wow
2: uh josh do you want to go into word association with this? yes let's get into
1: word. i apologize association. in advance if my brain <laughs> goes into weird spaces but Yo, that's,
3: that's what we're that's what we're aiming for we want to we're gonna sneak up on our guests and uh, okay. see what they see what they're really thinking um but yeah so at the end of our podcast we like to play with a uh word association game because you know it talking about making it can get like you know dense and and sometimes like really in in our own hands so we just want to clear up the space in there so uh i'll have 10 words lucas will have 10 words and uh we'll go through our list of words i'll say a word and then you can just say what the first word (laughs) that comes to mind you know first image first idea, feeling Uh, we'll see where it goes uh, but yeah, so I'll go through my 10 words, Lucas will do his and uh, yeah, we'll just do a little palate cleanser there. I
1: feel like I have to like close my eyes. I'm like trying to visualize.
3: <laughs> yeah. Hey, that could help. That could help for okay, sure. Go. Okay. <laughs> All right. Oh gosh. Really clear your mind and just let, let empty space fall in. So your first word is childhood.
1: Beach. <laughs> mostly like venezuelan beaches i nice. was like most of my childhood just going to the beach a lot
3: miss it sounds good sounds good next word banana
1: i just thought of the word banana and then i saw yellow my brain is like eh, i'm not gonna try
3: very direct very direct line just
1: like literally a banana <laughs> so All weird right. but i thought of the word in spanish which is interesting
2: oh huh. what is
0: it
1: well, there's two different words. Like we say kambur, but the one I thought of is "gineo," which is like more native to like where my parents are from. Oh, cool. um, and our bananas are like tiny. They like, they're like these little tiny bananas that grow oh. trees like oh. in a bunch. Huh. Yeah, so it's a very specific banana that I saw. <laughs>
0: nice,
3: nice. That's what we're going for. We're, we're trying to trigger those uh, long memories from before. Uh, all right, let's try the next word. Sun.
1: Ooh, brown skin. <laughs> tanning. I love it. Love the sun. I'm definitely chasing the sun always.
3: Huh. Always good to do that. Um, next word, Solitude.
1: Ask me why I just thought of like the card game, but it's solitaire. That's not. <laughs> <Solitaire. the same. laughs>
3: yeah, that's right. So, it's like I, the card I,
1: game Wait a second. Yeah. I, was say, like,
3: I mean you're playing solitaire and solitude so there you go I mean, yeah that works
1: I really my, like the image that came into my ha- head was just like someone like grabbing their knees in like an empty dark room oh. in a corner I just see like an image I could draw it it's very dark
3: <laughs> <laughs> I mean that is that is solitude for sure all right your next word goal Goal, goal,
1: soccer. Thought of soccer, I used to play soccer for a long time. I actually joined directly when I first moved to Toronto. Um, oh. it's really fun, yeah.
2: What, what position did you play?
1: I was like midfield, I ran a nice. lot, yeah.
2: Yeah,
3: that's that's the yeah. car- definitely the cardio position, midfield for sure. For sure. <laughs> Great. Next word river.
1: Oh. Uh. Reminds me of um, definitely Venezuela, uh, my parents and I, and my brother. Oh, hey. oh, it's like, mm, memories. Um, we took this trip, uh, drove all the way down to Brazil from Venezuela and took us like two wow. weeks or something. Wow. And we stopped at every single river that we saw and would just Oof. like stop and bathe in it. It's so nice. Yeah. A lot of
0: rivers.
3: Wouldn't totally, there's so many rivers the in yeah.
1: yeah, through the Amazon, literally.
3: Oh, man. Yeah. Wow. that We no would no just wonder. like
1: tent up, like sleep in tents or like just make like arepas and just like stop every day. It was like a cute little adventure. And then we just like wow. went to Brazil, crossed the border, had some food and went back home. <laughs> so Solid wild. trip. Yeah.
3: Solid yeah. trip. All right. Next word. Circle.
1: <gasps> Season three. I haven't seen it yet. <laughs>
3: Oh, Netflix Sorry, circle. instantly, yeah.
1: like, reality TV. <laughs> the circle.
3: <laughs> the circle. Oh, man. I mean, again, you know, you're just blending life and social media and what is your online personality. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, <laughs> the, the, the border just gets weaker and weaker between those two. Mm-hmm. Okay. Next word. Very serious word. Kumquat. I don't
1: even know what that is. Is it a fruit?
3: it's a fruit it's a fruit oh cool that's what I
1: thought I'm trying to imagine what it looks like all I thought of is like a lychee but it's not it I have no idea what a Mm.
3: kumquat looks like it's it's bigger it's a little bigger than a than a lychee 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 yeah
1: yeah. (laughs) I'll have to try it I guess
3: yeah for sure it's a very underappreciated fruit I think Come
1: like durians i've never had it but oh that's my stinky, god but it apparently it tastes really good
3: durians is a is a 50 50 fruit like if yeah some people will really love it some people will really hate it it, it really cool. i've no, always wanted to try it yeah you got to try and see which one you are because uh there's no really rhyme or reason sometimes you just it, it's just a reaction mm-hmm. okay next word is winning i just thought of the song
1: all I do is win, win, win no matter what. Come money on my mind, I can never get enough.
3: That's winning, winning.
1: And the, <laughs> And <we're still> the, up <laughs> down, <don't, don't>. up. <laughs> <laughs> so many concerts.
3: Oh man, concerts! Yeah, when are those those fully gonna come back?
1: Oh my gosh, I actually have tickets to go see Enrique Iglesias and Ricky Martin in <gasps> October.
2: They're coming.
1: Playing both of them. Oh i think it's at the toronto like at the rogers center
2: oh Um, rogers wow that's big
1: i forget where but it's here they're coming we'll see if it actually happens
2: yeah yeah
3: Yeah. Yeah. slowly and slowly but surely and Mm -hmm. which actually leads to my last word is Mm -hmm. finished
1: i thought of mortal (gasps) combat You know, when they go, finish him. Finish him. Yep. Yep. That's, <laughs> hey, that's so that's, funny what your mind thinks of and like what. I respect it. So I respect you. it. I used to play that game all the time. Fatality. Nice. In Nintendo though, like the old OG, you know.
2: Yeah. Nice,
3: nice.
1: Yeah.
2: And, you know, I, can, a great way. I can definitely see you in like Mortal <gasps> Kombat 2 one day.
1: To do something Bang. like that. I want to do like a badass action role where I get to do stunts yeah yeah like ripped i would love to do that definitely oh,
2: that yes. could totally work <laughs> i swear like every actor now if you're not in a marvel movie like have you really made it yet because i, swear I know everybody... i want to be in an
1: action movie like dc or marvel i don't care which one just cast me
2: exactly heroes
0: like, like if Aquafina. only jupiter's legacy
1: hadn't been canceled like oh, my character would have been back um quite right. consistently in season two mm.
0: um
1: but you know I got a little taste of it. I got to do green screen and, and wires and it was so cool. It was hard, but it was, you know, it learned a lot. It's really fun.
2: You're going to get your yes. badass action spot soon. Yes. We see it. We see it. Excited yeah. to see it. All right, Lucas, your turn. All right. Okay, you ready for the next 10, Umberley? Okay. <laughs> She's gasping in surprise and delight, mm. everyone. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, okay, first word of 10 voice
1: like the voice the show i love that show every episode i cry oh something it's just like people following their dreams and then people who are like incredible <laughs> like i just love singing singing just like hits you different you know
2: yeah for sure yeah um second word spanish
1: oh i just thought of yeah my first language i love nice. spanish nice it's uh I'm so happy I know Spanish. I'm happy that I didn't forget it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's a great language.
2: You still speak it like fluently and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Even less yeah.
1: than
0: perfect
2: because my Cantonese is so shit, and uh, yes. it's one it's of hard. my shames. Like,
1: yeah, I, I think my Spanish is like a very young Spanish because mm-hmm. I spoke it like in my like at the very beginning of my life, and then English. I've been speaking English for longer now, but. I understand everything and I can read everything. It's just nice. that I'll, sometimes I forget certain words or how to be as eloquent in Spanish as I am in English. It takes mm-hmm. me a little longer, but I can communicate like perfectly.
2: Nice. Yeah. Hold on to that, hold on to that. That's home. Yeah. 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 Um, next word, hurt.
1: <laughs> That's it. That was the, it was just a feeling, Oh. <laughs> <It was> no <laughs> image. Apart.
0: Just, oh. well,
1: I did lose my toenail um well oh, shit. it's like halfway lifted so there's a band-aid on it and that that mm. was the last time i was really hurt mm. um yeah i danced for like 12 hours straight with really tight shoes and i didn't cut my toenail short <sighs> short enough so
2: oh and it's it like a blood
1: blister and it's <clears throat> lifted so i'm definitely gonna lose it it's just hanging on by a thread Sorry oh my
0: god that.
2: oh man
1: yeah
2: rest in peace toenail god oh
1: yeah god. And- yeah, it's not pretty.
2: <laughs> okay. Um, Don't look at
1: my feet <laughs>
2: <laughs> Your wiki feed is is it's non-existent yeah. right Okay.
1: No.
2: Um, next word, uh Far Cry.
1: <gasps> oh my god, Far Cry is coming. I actually ran into Sean Ray last night. He plays uh the player. He's one of nice. the players in the in the video game. Mm-hmm. Um and I'm excited. I think we're gonna have like a mini like premiere party with like some of the cast and try and play the game on the day that it comes out, like October 7th. Mm -hmm. I'm so excited to see it and all come together. It's been years in the making.
2: Everyone check her out October 7th when the game comes out. It'll be awesome. Yay. (laughs) Uh, Next word, Venezuela.
1: Oh, my Venezuela. It's like a bittersweet thought because that country has everything, but um, it's just in such turmoil right now. Like, Mm -hmm. It's just dangerous and n- not livable. Um, mm-hmm. I haven't been back in six years. Definitely miss mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Um, I hope to be back one day. I miss the food and the beaches, and like my friends and family are all there still. so oh okay. But gosh, what a beautiful country. Yeah, yeah,
2: definitely, hopefully. Uh, next word: Montreal.
1: <laughs> just kidding um gosh montreal just feels like another lifetime ago honestly oh, yeah. it was like three really intense years of my life where i was just like in this like cold it feels like nts was just such a bubble
0: mm-hmm.
1: and it was amazing and life-changing but at the same time like wow i think of quinoa when i think of montreal it's this like really amazing pastry that they make there cool and I, oh it's so good i miss it i just <laughs> want some quinoa mm. oh okay mm-hmm.
2: I got to check that out since we're so close. So I'll, I'll head up there. Mm. Um, next one, Sophie.
1: Oh, <laughs> that's I remember. that honestly, like such a special role. Um, mm-hmm. I was hanging out with Sarah yesterday who plays Max and it was just like, we hadn't really like spent time together since the show came out because it was COVID. And then, you know, we shot the show two years ago and, um, Like who would have thought that it would have been this big and such an impact. Um, Love Sophie, you know, changed my life, my career in a different way, like the way that Mm -hmm. I was seen. And um, it it opened up a lot of doors and connections. So I'm very grateful for that role.
2: Awesome, awesome. And it's an amazing show and everyone has to watch it on Netflix there. yeah, Looking forward to season two, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, Uh, next word, dance
1: say so you think you can dance, dance, dance. <laughs> literally I heard the whole thing yeah uh, yeah again danced for 12 hours last weekend lost my toenail mm. I miss it though I miss dancing like out in the sun I went to Electric Island Oh, cool. so weird to be like in a group but like it's outside and there was sunshine and just like beautiful music and people yeah. made friends uh-huh. it was so nice awesome. and I love dancing I-, I miss it I love yeah. going out dancing like all the time That was like my cardio on weekends. Yeah.
2: I can't wait to look. Like, I mean, I'm not that big of a dancer, but I actually like love throwing down at the clubs or something like that. It's just so, so much fun. Oh my God. Uh, Second, last word, Philadelphia.
1: Cream cheese. (laughs) (laughs) I actually had a cream cheese bagel today. Every time I eat it, I'm like, this is so weird. <laughs> I'm just always reminded. And I do uh-huh. love cream cheese. It's funny because like the first time that I shot the commercial, I kept actually eating the bagels and they were like, I'm really like, stop eating them. You don't have to. And I was like, I just really like it. It's so yummy. They're like, we already hired you. You don't need to sell us on this.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Like, eh, I got to eat a lot of cream cheese at work. I'm not complaining. <laughs> yeah.
2: That's our whole craft budget right there. Just all cream yeah. cheese. <laughs> okay, uh, last word, Umberley.
1: When I think of my name, I think of A, the fact that like, people are always like, oh, so interesting. Um, but I always tell the story like it's in Venezuela, there's a tradition that the parents combine their names to make a new name for their children. Oh. So my dad's name is Umberto and my mom's name is Liliana. So they made Umberly. Um, it's like a made up name. But it's so cool. I, I just love the idea of that, that it's like a unique name, which is why a lot of Venezuelan people have weird names, um, usually women. Um, and when you meet a Latina woman, they tell you their name. You can probably instantly tell, like, you must be from Venezuela because your name is like Yelizmat or something like wild. But it's kind of great and unique. Yeah. Yeah. That's beautiful, wow, man! At, you
3: mentioned that, and I just suddenly reminded me that my name in Chinese is also both my parents' names put together, added together. Cool, so
1: that's, see, that's
3: kind of funny. Yeah. yeah, I didn't realize you could do that, um, like in in Spanish as well. Mm-hmm. What happens though yeah. if you?
1: All of my cousins have all made up names.
3: Yeah. Yeah. What happens though then with like siblings in the same family? Like, do you guys just like then switch? Honestly, after... usually
1: if they have a boy, they'll be named after the dad. Like my brother is. Ah. Um, mm-hmm. My mom liked the name Hillary as well. Still um, with an H and a Y at the end. And I was like, "Umberly is so much better." Yeah, we agree. I <laughs> used we to hate agree. it because like people didn't know how to pronounce it, or like I thought it was too weird. And now I'm like, no, it's like even in my Instagram, like it's just Umberly. It's like Beyonce or Rihanna. I'm like, just like one name, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: yeah, the whole yeah. world is gonna know that name soon.
1: So yeah. weird to think that that yeah. even some people know it, Umberly. Uh-huh.
2: Yeah. My goodness. Cool. Again, we could chat with you for hours, but thank you so much again, Umberly. It was awesome. Thank you. Thank you.
1: Thank you. Thanks for having awesome.
2: me. Awesome. Uh, Yay. Where can people find you? What are your handles?
1: Uh, again, at Umberly. Yeah.
2: <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Just
1: my name. And then TikTok and Twitter are at UmberlyG. So Gonzalez from the last name. Nice. Um, nice. Yeah.
2: Uh, any projects you want to put out there? Anything you want to promote?
1: Um, oh, I can't talk about it yet. Oh. I was. Uh, I was supposed to. Um, it's going to be the announcement of a movie that I have coming out. It was supposed to be on Wednesday, but now they've mm. moved it to the end of the month. Okay. So stay tuned. Um, I'm the lead in this movie, and I'm very excited. Nice. to Ooh. See it. So at the end of the month, there will be a. I guess a a reveal, the first nice. reveal, the first. Uh, like here's the movie. Here's the. Um, yeah, it's part of uh, Lifetime. That's all I'll say. <sighs> um it's a wonderful lifetime so it'll be a part of that and okay yeah.
2: yeah Ooh, excited. exciting um, am, am i getting christmas vibes from this movie no 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 actually don't, don't say. oh shit oh shit nice <laughs> i like it i like it yeah ah uh, my goodness everyone uh follow on really on instagram so you can see all of her updates and everything uh josh where can people find you
3: uh you can find me at josh yang comedy across everything and of course you could you know, listen to the sleep with Josh podcast, which is my other podcast where I read uh genuinely dry things like laws and the dictionary.
1: And, and then people uh, go to sleep.
3: People go that's to sleep. Brilliant.
1: You know, I sleep. watch ASMR videos to go to sleep.
3: <laughs> well, hey, I you can always ASMR. try Yeah, you always try listening to the sleep with Josh podcast. I count sheep for oh, an hour good. in one of them. So uh that that'll help <laughs> a lot of people. How do
1: you not fall asleep? I feel like <laughs>
3: no, you I could just tell you and be like, Yeah. You could tell like 45 minutes in, I'm at my wit and <laughs> having said, having counted sheep. Oh, for I already see as it. Well.
1: I just found it. Wow. Yo,
3: there wow. it is. Yeah. Hey, give it a listen. Um, it's always Ooh. up there.
2: So yeah, it's Sleep With Josh podcast. And hey, Lucas. Yeah. What are your handles? Uh, everyone can find me across social media at Lucas John Ing. Last name is again, just two letters, N and a G. And if you like what you see and hear, come follow us at YouTube, but wherever you listen to your podcast at podcast, and also um, I think I said this like two weeks ago at the same time but uh, leave a review it's kind of cool to actually see some reviews that we have so we'll um, yeah we'll read it out and uh, yeah that'd be great if we can hear your feedback too Um, yeah give it up for Umberly one more time this is amazing awesome we'll see you all
1: back I don't
2: know we're all clapping we're all clapping yeah awesome we'll see you all in
0: two weeks peace Sweet. Bye.